Noche, San Antonio. Welcome to Puto SAFC. It's Matt. And uh, Clayton is here. My uh, electrolyte bottle doesn't make quite the same sound <laughs> over the, the air that your uh, Modelo does, my friend. Viva Fiesta. It's the official beer of our 2023 tailgate parties. Yeah. Modelo. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You made, you had made that decision. I think that's a good decision. I like it's, that. It's just right. Yeah. I love how you let Flacco do his thing. Yeah, man. I mean, we're this is Fiesta, right? Like, we're not out fiesting. We are kind of dorks. We're just hanging out here, watching some uh, U.S. Open Cup soccer. But I, the Fiesta vibe is still here. The Fiesta is still inside of me. Yeah. You know? Um, how has your Fiesta been so far? It hasn't been Fiesta, but it's been fine. Did, did, the, did the Mavericks and, and Flacco make you want a Fiesta and get out and mix it up a little bit more? Yeah, it kind of made me be sad here on a Tuesday night to be in my house. So I played that one because we had talked last week about... Uh, about like favorite, you Ooh. know, like and uh, uh, wait, wait, favorite what? Favorite like fiesta events, of course. And, like and we talked about the oyster bay. The one really good badass memory that I have was when I was in charge of the music one year. The Mavericks opened up for Robert Earl Keane at, at like at Oyster Bay. You were in fly- charge of the music. Yeah, they I, let you be in charge of the music. Well, I mean, I didn't pick who was playing. Like I was just in charge of making sure that like backstage that they oh. had they had everything they needed. And they oh. got on stage like that. Must have been the whitest oyster bake ever. <laughs> well, I mean, so I didn't. I didn't really know the Mavericks. Like this is a long time ago. This is twenty something years ago. I know they've been around for a long time. But I remember sitting back there, and that like it was still early on a Friday before I've just blown it out, you know, and like thinking to myself, damn, this is awesome music. The Mavericks are awesome. Raul Malo sounds amazing, hmm. and like I didn't really know them. And then Robert O'Keefe got up there and played, and I was probably blitzed by then, but. Like, I was like, dude, Oyster Bake is great, dude. If they got this every, and I get to sit backstage and listen to this music, I'll do this every year. And then I totally screwed it up by losing checks and doing things and, <laughs> oh, and stuff like that. Man, I tell you what, you know what song I played at the at the tailgate party on Saturday? Electric Avenue. That we, talk, <laughs> that we talked about that was not at all the song that... That you thought it was, but <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it was the very first thing when I walked up with my kids, and it got my groove on, dude. I was like, and like you were like, yeah, I'm like, I know exactly what this is, Matt. I know exactly what this is. <laughs> the guy next door with his cute girl next to him was like, yeah, I love this song. Oh yeah, they were just hanging out like they were they like in their twenties. He wasn't our age. Yeah, and they didn't like come and like introduce, but they were just hanging out like having a good time. I like that. Hey, let me ask you this. Um, I thought about this today. Where, where, where are you on the, on the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The fanaticalness of uh, Fiesta medals. Uh, pretty low. Yeah. Pretty low. I've, I've, I probably got two or three hanging over there with my Christmas cards. If you get them, if you get them, it's just like to give to your kids, maybe like you yeah, to or, Caroline or yeah. The, Caroline's gotten into it sometimes. When we go down to Beethoven's. She'll collect a few. She got into it one year a little bit, but they just end up in a drawer like everything else in this world. Um, what about you? Well, I, I'm I'm not like if somebody's handing me one, I'll t- I'll take it and like sometimes I'll feel bad that I don't reciprocate because I'm I'm just. But I mean, we've had medals in the past for the oil barons, right? Yes, and, like, yes we have, and it, and it feels nice to give them out. Like you think that you're you're making somebody's day, you know, and you are making some people's day. But the reason I bring it up is. 
I would have thought that I would have seen maybe an SAFC Fiesta medal. Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen... And, like, we're, we're friends with all the... Or we're on all the sites, like, on... You know, like, we're friends oh, with you the Rocketeers. Not, not and, even, like, ghetto or, like, offbeat. Not even, like, the clubs do... Not just SAFC. Like an official SAFC, like or much less a Crocketeers. Yeah, like like mm. I I like you would think because the Spurs have them every year, don't they? Yeah, and there's no. We sh- are you are you thinking what I'm thinking? We need to make Puto medals next well, that's, year. That ju- when I brought it up right now, that just came to me. And it's sad that like we've got our periods in sync like that. But I was like, I was like, dude. Dude, instead of like doing friend of the pod shirts <laughs> next year, maybe we go. Maybe we go Fiesta medals for for Puto SAFC medals. Love it. In totally Puto SAFC medals would be great. Yeah, and they, they make themselves really. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like because everyone's got a medal guy, right? Like that isn't isn't that like such a status? Like, oh my! Have you ever heard anyone talk about their medal guy? I got a metal guy. It's Monarch trophies, man. Yeah, there we they're go. not like, expensive. Like they're everyone, everyone's fine. like, "Oh, my, my metal guy is great." Oh, yeah. my, my metal guy is great. I've got yeah. a metal guy. Bobby's got a metal guy. That's a Puro That's a Puro San Antonio thing. Having a metal guy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I bring up something we left out noticeably last week? Yes. We went through our favorite Fiesta events, and I don't know how we didn't say it because listener Tanner brought it up. How do you leave the Chariata out? I mean, I love the Chariata the way that, that we do it. We have a, a, I don't know if she's a friend of the pod, but she listens maybe occasionally. I think maybe she's, I, I know she's listening occasionally. But anyway, Adriana Adriana puts together a nice little a way that makes it much more easy that I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not going to go down there by myself with my family well, like but if I'm going with a group, I'm going to go to the Chariata. I like, I really like the Chariata. Oh, see, for me, Chariata is in the back of a convertible, driving down there, waving, spilling out of your car, You're, rolling you in can, there, getting you a can, michelada. You can definitely bring your holy water on to the event. That's, oh. a, that's a thing that like is like I don't know if they necessarily agree with it, but it's not. I've never seen it frowned upon. That's for sure. I have. Taking the holy water many a time. Yeah, and but like, what a great way to end fiesta! It's a great communal community. Commute like everyone's having a good time. Nobody's like nobody's like ever like bumping up. You're not bumping up against people, and people aren't giving ohos shit like that. It's it's a it's a good fun time. It's daytime Niosa. That's what it is. Yeah, there we go. There it's Puto. Yeah. It's the most Puto. Hey, it's the most most Puto Fiesta event. For sure. That that I would that I would agree with 100%. There's a lot of there's a lot of just sitting around with idle time and those are some of the best times. Like, yeah. you know, you're just dangling your feet over the edge, smelling like, that dog shit. They can't cow get, shit. they can't get the volume right on the on the <laughs> speaker just blasting the Tejano or the Cajuto and just insane decibels. Or when they bring the mariachi band out, like the the middle school mariachi band. Yeah, was like, it was it last year that the guy couldn't pull off the Paseo de la Muerte repeatedly? It was scary. Oh yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Scary. I remember what you're talking about. Never yes. seen that before. Yeah, but that's been ten years running. That I, that that's got to be my favorite event in its own little way. So I can't believe we didn't. Yes, there that. you go. It's it's not like you you you're gonna make it always. But it's it's its own it has its own kind of status as far as I'm concerned. Pretty much, I never want to go, and then as soon as I get there, I'm like, "All right, this is great, and Fiesta is over." Yeah, bye bye. Well, but they they do it two weekends. That's another thing that that's cool about 
Chariana, is if you if you can't do it one weekend, you can do it the other weekend. That's pretty badass. Did you attend any Fiesta events this weekend? No. Me neither. No. Happy Fiesta. We're about to start. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I like it's not an official Fiesta event, but I wore my uh, Viva SAFC shirt to the game on 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 Saturday. You did. You're right. Yeah. Is that a Fiesta shirt? I mean, it says Viva SAFC on it. Like that's a Fiesta. It doesn't have, and it does have the Fiesta colors on it, like the like the blue, and uh. the, like the blue and the pink and stuff like that. I don't know if they. I don't know how I got it, but I wore it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we didn't say where we were or whatever. Welcome to my house. Thank you for having me. It's too rainy and nasty and muddy out back for the stimulus bar. So too many muggy, too many mosquitoes, and we have we have some quality. Uh, some quality Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup that we're watching. So we're we're dillying and dallying. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah. While we do it, we're gonna be watching Monterey Bay versus San Jose because we're that kind of sickos. Yeah, and like just, we just got finished with what St. Louis Omaha bits and pieces of three or four games. I love it. I love that we. It's saw the it. first night of Niosa, but damn it, we're bringing content. We're bringing <laughs> Fiesta flavored content tonight. I'm excited for tonight's pod. There's a lot. I called you up and told you how excited I was. There's a lot. All right, so let's get into it. Okay. SAFC 1, Phoenix 1. Yep. Saturday night. Yep. March 20, April 22nd. 49th minute, Danny Trejo slots one home for Phoenix. Right after half. Right in front of me. 59th minute, other end. Chris Gerprano draws the penalty. Rumor has it, fights over the ball. Takes the penalty. Somehow Matrix threw the keeper into the back of the net. Meanwhile, second yellow card for arguably Phoenix's best player, Car- Carlos Harvey. Well caught. Good call. And uh, and uh, so they're playing with 10 men from, what, the 59th minute on, 57th minute on? Yep. 56th minute was the foul on the red card. Three minutes, Bratilli puts in the goal. 59th. We can't, we can't bang home the winner. Everybody leaves. And disappointed, I think is the I think is the the best response. Yeah, you know, and we'll get into more of that. But that's the final one one. Uh, great, great, great tailgate to start it off. Great tailgate. I was not really so. I'd had my kids all day long, and um, they were excited about the game. I wasn't super excited about taking both of them mm. and trying to tailgate and pay attention to the game, but. Our tailgate put me in a spectacular mood to thank you, uh, Vamos, uh, Vamos Toros, uh, Ben, for your son Jacob playing soccer with my son in the Ooh. parking lot for basically 30 minutes to 45 minutes to, to keep him entertained. That, about, was, that was awesome. That's community, Clayton. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He was wearing his friend of the pod shirt, too. Uh, thank you, uh, Crocketeers. Uh, for having a ton of extra paletas Ooh. to start handing out to my children, for, to me to give them paletas to keep them entertained. Um, thank you, Electric Avenue. Yeah, thank you, all kinds of new people that came to, to, to buy. When I walked up, you were talking to a group of people in Spanish that I had no yeah. idea who were. That was awesome. Greg with two Gs. You, you met I him. didn't get a chance to, to really get to meet that many people, but I saw that you talking to this group. That was spectacular. Yeah. What's going on with that? That's Greg from Alamo Beer. Oh, that's right. New listener, Greg. That's right. You and he me. listened after I recommended it, and he sent me a text saying he enjoyed it. And he had, they had never been to a tailgate before, and I sold them on like, hey, y'all got to come out. The tailgates are great this year. 
And they came out to the two guys and their girlfriends or wives and man, nice guys, good times. Yeah, for That's sure. That's you know Greg who holds he needs a nickname, I guess. The guy with a seat in the air, Greg. And then uh, who's the who's the gentleman that came up and introduced the, himself to us? Well, I don't know. I I I, re- I was trying to remember it. I think it's Chris Chris Albright is a U.S. Men's National Teamer. Yeah, it's something very similar to Chris Albright. Dedicated listener, out of the blue, comes up and says he's been listening for years. Loves the show. The point is, just saw the flag and came over to say hi. That's it. That's what I'm saying. The point is. Awesome people coming over to introduce themselves, say hi. It means a lot to me. It means yeah. a lot to us. It's yeah. super cool, and it adds to just the pregame atmosphere. It really does. I got to try and get that spot again because Crocketeers adjacent is just perfect. It really is, man. It's, <laughs> and like, oh, in addition to the palettas, they also had cheese crackers. That thank you, Kathy, for for giving my feeding my daughter cheese crackers because she wasn't eating her uh, her happy meal. Well, thank you, Henry, for bringing the Riveritas. As always. Non-listener Henry, but Kathy, thank him for me, our original listener. He's got that thing down to a science where he's got like the frozen like in there and he flips it back and forth and then boom, all of a sudden there's a margarita and he's just divvying them out. Dude, it's awesome. Sure does. And then I think DJ Alcobasa, I think I saw drop by too. So, wow. Good crowd. Yeah, for sure. Intern Josh providing some information also. So, that was good to catch up. Oh, yeah. Of course. I agree. Like, disappointing game, great night, though. Didn't make me sad for the night. Atmosphere, spectacular in the stadium as well. Outside and, and, and inside. 7,500. Another sh- good night. I thought for sure it was going to be a little bit a little bit more down because the start of Fiesta yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I think the weather was maybe supposed to be iffy and stuff, but it all ended up being perfect. Yeah, did you th- was is championship night a thing, Clayton? The jerseys and the trinkets. So they were that? selling to you. When, when, so Charlie was excited to to get the trinkets. And banners. And we and, and he was excited to get it because it was just something that he got and we haven't opened them up yet, so I don't even know what those things were that were all don't folded you, up in the plastic. Don't you dare call it a banner again. Yeah. Banners are not six inches by six inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even <laughs> unfurled it. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't even unsheathed the weapon yet. But um, but but uh, they did say that like you could go somewhere and take pictures with yeah. the trophy and something like that. Yeah, you could. And there was like a fat head of Fabian Garcia and some people like somewhere in the stadium as well. So was it something? No, my child had zero interest in it. I thought maybe he would, but uh, Charlie Hustle just wanted to get to the seat and watch the game. Yeah, I'm with you. It's nice they did it, I guess, but didn't do anything for me. Right, Charlie and I's Charlie and I's conversation before the uh, before the game was: I had predicted a two two draw, and he had predicted a two nil sa sa win. Do you remember how I told Charlie those two goals would yes. come? Yes, you said Nico Hansen and a penalty. And that's how we were going to win. Because you and him have that little game going on where he picks the score and you say how the goals are going to happen. Boy, oh boy. I was one Nico Hansen first-time finish away from being right. So let's get to that. Let's talk, let's talk yeah. game itself. You know so, what I'm talking about, right? So um, in the so sixth minute. First 15, 20 minutes of the game, we have two or three good chances to just put them, just knock them in the dirt to start it off. In the back, I have a in the back. They looked just giant holes everywhere. And we were right. Kevon Kevon Prater or whatever his name is was playing center back for them. Lambert. And he looks like, like I'm sorry, yes. And he looks like he had never played center back before with the gaps that Bailoni and Hanson were finding 
and the the little the space between the lines that Pirano was finding. Sure, yeah, I, yeah, but he's big. I mean, he could physically he knock did. our guys off the ball, but like we had mo- like those. I think um, in his post game quotes, Shannon Gomez said those some of the, a lot of those half chances need to need to be converted. Yes, but the sixth minute, Nico Hansen, that was not a half chance. That was a whole chance. Full chance needs to take that needs to take that first time instead of. I see what he was trying to do. He's trying to deke the keeper to go down Didn't and then it. get and then get it in the, in the near post and beat him up up high near post. That's what he's trying to do. Or just on the ground near post, like how that just what their guy did in the second half. Yes, to score their goal. Yes, lets it run. And then slots at home, but the keeper didn't fall for it. Yeah, Hanson, Han- Hanson needs to put that away. Good goalkeeping. That guy had a good game. He made he made three or four good saves. Um, and he didn't really have to make a save on that one because uh, well, he made the save. Oh, he did. That's right. He did. Yeah. He didn't miss. It didn't go side net. He didn't make the save on Bailones. Bailone oh, pulled his that wide. One. I forgot about that. Bailone. That was Other more. Side. That was more of a half chance, though. Half chance. Yeah. I, well, I watched the highlights today. Shout out to the announcer, Katie Goodman, because I met her Saturday. I've been wanting to meet her because she's the new announcer. And she called it. Got to finish that first time, Nico Hansen. Like, just slotted home. Right. And he, he, di- he kind of flinched. We had the chance to put him away. We had the chance to take the game by the neck, and we kind of flinched. And it's what, we, it's what we've been talking about since, since the preview show. Where are the goals going to come from? Like wait, that was me. You stole mine. No, you're gonna say no, that's we what, need a lethal finisher. Was what you're gonna say? Well, that's what we said. In the, what I said, we need a, a cultured finisher. Yes, a cultured finisher. My my question: somebody for the that, game, can, that can convert both the Bailone chance and the Hanson chance, either one or both. Yes, exactly. And Bailone, for all he's been, all he's done, he ain't that. No, Bailone's gonna get us some goals. He's gonna, gonna but he's not the from minute one the. Three chances in the first light, and he's gonna make. He's gonna bury two of them. He's he's not that guy. No. Are you ready for a stat? Yeah. This year, seven games, eight goals, one point one per game. Last season, fifty-four and thirty-four, one point six. Okay. So from one point six down to one point one, and Clayton, blah 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 stats, but half a goal a game, we would probably be undefeated. We would be in first place. Yes, that makes the difference between a win and a tie. For sure, makes losses ties. It makes ties wins. Right, which we talked about either last week or the week before. That right now, we're, we just don't have. We don't have that. The things that were games that were wins last year are draws. Dra- a draw has draws have been losses. Are you ready for break the news breaking? So man, it would be great if we had a cultured finisher, a guy that we know is going to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, that we can count on, but. Before we get to that, I say we're we're missing Justin Dillon a lot more than we think. Ooh, How about that? You think? I mean, what was that? Nine goals, ten goals last year, and like seven assists, eight assists. The all around missing Justin Dillon, like, mm. and I, I don't want to before I don't want to steal the thunder of the news that's coming, but we we uh, I I think we are missing Justin Dillon. Well, in my notes with a star, it says we need a center back and a center forward. Right. So yeah, we need a forward, and Dylan could be that guy, and we need a center back because once again we're starting Connor Maloney, three straight games at center back. He's doing great, he's doing his thing, but he ain't a center back. No, and it, it takes away from what we do, and it takes away his attacking. Um, on their goal, 
uh, he he couldn't get there in time because his little little legs, his little Sarge legs, just couldn't get there in time. If um, if Tainer's there, Not he can slide. He can slide and yeah. he, he can slide and, and block it and deflect it. Now maybe it it may take a crazy deflection and go in or something like that. No way they score that goal against Tainer. No, no. Too big, too strong, too in the way. Or against Kamiri, or Ooh, just or maybe, Asian reach around. Maybe, maybe maybe even maybe even maybe even I throw Manley in there as well. For sure. Any big, strong center back yeah. doesn't get played like that in the box. He, we just need mass. And, and Shannon Gomez was there for some reason too on their goal. And Getting was there late, late as he could, as yeah. quick as he could. But it's but it's Maloney, just not. He didn't fuck up. He's just not a center back. And yeah, little. I mean the guy the guy's going lateral, and Maloney just can't get there because the guy's just too fast for him taking it laterally. You yeah. Know? Good good finish. Um, but that that player, uh, that Trejo player. Um, good player. Good he, he he wreaked some havoc on us in the first half as well. Yeah, he got around the outside of Isaiah Parker like two or three times. You kind of raised a little eyebrow there when I showed you the real quickly the starting lineup. Yeah. You got Parker starting, huh? Because that means Zico Bailey to the bench. Is that right? Yeah, Bailey didn't start, right? Yeah, and then Bailey came on at halftime. Isaiah was good though. Yeah, he he got beat good. a couple times defensively. You think? Yes, he got beat two or three times. I thought he was really good. Like and he, he was right in front of me, and I was and like I was like, ooh, he took a bad angle there, or okay. ooh, Trejo got around him. But in the first half, they didn't do a lot besides the one that Far came out. We outshot saves. them like nineteen to two or that's, sixteen to two. Now is that? Does, do you that's, that's what I want to get into. Yeah, let's talk about that. Like at the game, leaving the game, I had a great night, but I was disappointed by the soccer. I thought we weren't very good, but then you go look in nineteen to three in shots. I mean, we ten were, to nothing in corners. We there weren't a lot of like ah chances, you know. But like we we uh, there was enough where the, the ball's like rolling across the six and just nobody got there. Like we we needed either Sam Adinaran or Santiago, Santiago Patino. We needed one or the other. Like. Not the not necessarily the embarrassment of riches, you know, that we had last season, you know, with with throwing Dylan and Bailone and all that kind of stuff. But we needed one or the other for for this game. We really did, didn't we? Yes. But with that being said, we signed Sam Adinaron on loan. That's the rumor. That's confirmed, actually. Not a rumor. Yeah, it came up. It popped up on my screen. It's, so if you're if you're new to the team, if you're new to the pod, last year's leading scorer, yes, came from Seattle Sounders. We got him for not even the whole year. He still led the team in goals, so he arrived around the same time. Yeah. Big, strong, cultured left foot. Yep. Good goal scorer. Pretty beast athlete. You can just, when he, when he has the ball, you can just tell there's something different about him than the average USL player. Oh, man. There are very few like him in USL. And let, that's I was thinking about that on the way over, and I guess we can have this conversation. What Like... How many, how many, um, like just, just guys that you think are at a, at a different level goal scorers are there in the USL? Five, like, um, like the guy for the guy for uh, Louisville that scored so many oh, goals. Oh yeah, Cam Lancaster. Yes, Cam, Cameron Lancaster. Yeah. Um, you're talking like Solomon it, Asante. You mean like in the international game, you'd say like world class players. There we go. Who's, who's the USL class? Yeah, who's the players? who's the 
form is fleeting classes forever guys guys in the USL. I wouldn't put Solomon Asante there just because he's a midfielder and he's a creator. Yeah. Goal scorers. Oh, the, um, the Damus guy that was at Orange County but now is at, um, sure. very, at San Diego. Very different player, but electric and fin- makes goals. But the level of... I mean, people that can pull off the shots that Sam pulls off. I mean, Haji Berry is gone now. Haji Berry, good comp. You know? He Whoa! Ah, was- uh, let's go, Monterey! Monterey! So we're watching the Monterey Bay-San Jose game. Uh, I, we had some interest in this, or I did. The coach for Monterey Bay was a lifelong... I don't know if he was lifelong San Jose, but he won two MLS Cups, or not, two MLS titles... With San Jose back when Landon Donovan was there, Frankie Yallop, and yep. was a U.S. international. Just a terrible turnover leading to a goal for Monterey Bay. But anyway, so back to back to us. So we're rooting for USL Pride here against MLS. Yeah, that's kind of what's going on. Um, yeah, I mean... And I don't want to get... I, we don't need to get hung up on it. It's just the point I'm making. We're having a hard time coming up with, with, with parallels or people that are on the same level as him. Well, here's... The proof's in the pudding... He came down to ULS at ULSL, played for us for six months, and signed with St. Louis City in, in MLS. And was getting and was getting minutes. He's played in the MLS this year. That's right. But as, as you were saying off off show, St. Louis plays with one striker generally, and so like maybe if he's the number three or four striker, like rather than him getting ten minutes every other game, they prefer him to be back down here playing as much as he can for us. Yes. Yeah, and there's the St. Louis City starting forward is a Brazilian who they bought for like five million dollars, who is big, strong, and can finish just like Sam Adinaran, but more Brazilian and a little older. So he may go back there and play there someday, but it's not like he's getting demoted because he sucks. He's not starting because there's an international player ahead of him right. there. So huge news, dude! Yeah, like as big as Pirano coming back last year. For sure, in a position of need, and the fact that, and like somebody, I saw on one of the the woo, I saw on one of the sites or one of the chats or something like that. People say Great this save. is this is as big as us signing Pirano to a multi multi year deal. Yes, even if we just have him on loan just for the rest, just for however long. Even if they do recall him, sure. Um, no, I hope they don't recall him. I hope we have him all year. Yeah. That's my concern. So going back to what you said about like the eh, soccer, I was thinking like. What kind of game was this game? What game? What 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 was this good for? Like, how would you describe this game? For for me, for me, I was thinking about it. I went back and watched some portions over again and stuff like that. It was just like, just kind of a a good cathartic yell for me. <laughs> I did like I did some yelling here and there. Like I did some cheering, but like I didn't get a lot out of the game itself. It didn't say it didn't say a lot. The, the game itself didn't say a lot to me. Yeah, I think that Phoenix is kind of our bogey team, or what do you call it? The team that has our number. Yeah. We haven't beaten them in a number of years. Even last year when we were winning the title and setting they, the they record. both times. Both times we lost to them. So on the one hand, it's kind of good. And honestly, we played pretty well, man. I, I, I think they were just, they're really bad defensively. I just remember the, the whole first half. As Piranha was finding those spots and then turn and like 
he, you know how he does his little tight turn where he expects yeah. there to be pressure somewhere? There was no one around him. Yeah. And then he'd start driving it there, which is maybe it's maybe that's good that we're like, maybe it's not on them. Maybe it's just he's starting to play better. Piranha and, looked better. Thumbs up from me. Yeah. And putting, he looked good. And putting, putting himself in positions to be able to do that where he can dribble at people. But like, they just they just look like they're just like, yeah, we'll let them just have it out here and then keep on Prater or whatever will if he plays the ball through, I can catch it and get to it, you know? It is not Kevon Prater, it's Kevon Lambert. Sorry, Lambert. No wonder you're confused. Same first name almost. Yeah. Well, that's one of my things, Clayton. Like to to go big picture, before we even talk about Pirano and the goal, we worried at the beginning of the year, like, would teams figure us out? And what you just described is what I have described. Is the formula, give SAFC the ball. Just give them possession. Back off. Let them have their space. Because if we all- don't turn it over on the edge of our final third, then they, can't, they won't create a chance because they yeah. can't unlock us. Because for what, the second or third straight game, we win the possession battle but don't win the game. We never win the possession battle, and we always win. Yeah. In year in last year's terms, I don't think I don't think Phoenix changed the way that they normally play, and I haven't watched much of them. Do, do you think that Do you think that they did a little bit? Do you think that they? I think it was pretty intentional to not pressure us and to back off. Yeah, and just not create one v ones in the back where they're going. Because I mean, they have a lot of talented front seven players, you know, and. Uh, and it didn't seem it seemed like they were sitting back more. It definitely it definitely did. And how many times did they play direct to their center forward, right in the middle, pretty much in gonna lose it ball, but just get it the freak out. Yeah. Didn't take like didn't even try to pass it around in the back. I was describing they're gonna pass around the back That's to everybody. Said, right. And that they did not do that. No. They just wanted to get it out and move on up. Yeah, you're right. Or let us have it, sit and wait. So I don't know. I, I'm worried. I mean, the, the post game, the post game quotes from Marcina and from Gomez and from um, like that they just put on the website. I I didn't count the number of times, but disappointment and frustration were used a lot. And well, like, do you think it's a little? Do you think it's a little too early? Like, is it one of those things that if you if you say your mentality monster and all this stuff, after a while, it, it it just wears you down, and you're gonna get disappointed. You're gonna get frustrated. No, I think when you Tie, lose, and tie three games in a row, you're frustrated. It's the first three-game non-win streak that we did. I, I saw something. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's kind of my vibes. I'm worried about it. Um, and like we talked about, the, the lack of, a, of another set of, a true, of, a, of, of signing a center back so we signed another guy today too. His name is all the signings? Rita Rita Zuhir, Mid- midfielder from Montreal, Moroccan and Canadian, under twenty international for both Morocco and Canada. I mean, he's young, supposedly box to box midfielder, Inter- not, a, not a center back. Inter Josh was like, how, no, Vamos Torres Ben was like, how many midfielders can you play? Like, why do we keep signing midfielders? We're Right, that like when it, a team that doesn't really play through the midfield, um, I guess you need the guys that can do the hard work that won't take such a toll on their body. You oh, know? I think we're doing total Tim Holt. Like we're just stockpiling players. We're beefing up, and we're and, getting depth. You know, and we talked about that at the beginning. We said maybe for the first third of the season or something, 
we can get by with having our 16-year-olds on the bench and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that's just that, – oh, my God. That's the second guy just get smacked. Oh, that one Morris. looks like he gives a little bit. <laughs> the Tarpies thing gives away. Anyway, um, I, I, didn't leave, I didn't leave there frustrated. I didn't leave there – maybe it's because we, we know how long a season is. We know how the ebbs and flows and stuff like that, the ebb and flow. And, and like, a draw against Phoenix at home is not a bad result. It's just not to me. They're in check standings. They were in. Uh, so that takes them. Oh, I don't have it on there. <laughs> They've got seven points. They're not in playoff position. I mean, they're down there in the mid-table at right. the best. I get it. So, I don't know. The USL is tightened up. We didn't. You want to talk about Piranha's goal? Yeah. I mean, it's he's better. He looks better. He gets in. He turns his dude. He gets fouled. It was uh, Charlie saw it, and uh, he goes, Dad, Dad, he did a pullback. He did a pullback. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. He's going, and of course, we all know he's left-footed, and he steps on the ball, and the defender keeps the flies right by him, old, old Harvey, that was chasing him. It was old Top mm-hmm. Gun. I'll throw on the brakes. He'll yeah. fly right over me. There's a Cruyff turn a little bit, huh? And, but, but, I mean, it's, it's clear. I couldn't tell at the time how bad he got him. I mean, he sweeps the leg. It's not bad. It just gets fouled. Yeah, it's it's a foul, but it's yeah. clear it's a penalty, not a great penalty. He got he got he got kind of lucky. Keeper guesses the right way. Ball just goes directly over. I don't know how. I don't the know guy how didn't it got save through. It. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how it. the guy didn't save it. The goalie's got to be mad. Did you see some kerfuffle about who's going to take it? I saw people at were first, yapping about this. Um, I saw at first somebody had it other in the, in their hands other than Pirano. I think Malone, I don't remember who it was. Maloney went over to try to get it from him. And Pirano wouldn't give it up. I didn't see who I didn't. I couldn't see who it was. I didn't see any of this, but this is just what I read. Oh, I want to talk about this. I want. I want to talk about the windsock and him just owning Carlos Harvey. He was so good. Just owned him. Yeah. So Lamar Batista. Uh, sorry, Lamar Batista. The windsock. First half goads him into the yellow card with a with a just a just fleeces him, just and then like, he, he doesn't get the yellow card right there when. When Batista's messing with him, he gets it later when he's trying to guard Batista in the box on a on a set piece, and then the the referee goes over to talk to him, and then Harvey's in such a state of Lamar the windsock is messing with me that he ends up with a yellow card, which leads to him then getting the red card, and Batista uh, then following him off the field as he's walking off the field, and Harvey is taking off his tape off his hand, and Batista is walking picking it up and trying to hand it back to him. <laughs> Like, don't litter on our field. Like, and like giving him the escort off the field That's as well. That's just what he did to the just, yellow card just boy. Just whispering him, like, I just was in your back pocket all night. I own you, Harvey. I own you. Like, it was just our Batista watch, our Windsock watch for the Good week. Game. That was that was just what it was. And he did it the whole time. He eventually got a yellow card himself. But like, but at no time did I feel like. Harvey was going to get the better of Winsock. The no. Winsock was always going to get the better of Harvey. Listener Kathy pointed out, was like, man, Batista's just, you're, you were worried about him, and he really has shaped up. And Good. I'm like, Thank you for right. calling us out, Kathy. Yes. He Thank you. And we, better and we every game. Be. We should be. Like, that was unfair of us. To... No, the guy came off the street, right? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he didn't have a team. He, his team folded. The Rochester Rhinos. Right. Probably hadn't played a game in five months. So, hey. He is noticeably better, and he is awesome. I think that his street cred, his poorness also just shot up that you saw him riding his bicycle on Eisenhower. <laughs> like, hey, Lamar, if you're listening to this, 
and you do ride your bicycle to the game on Eisenhower, Hi. like up and down Eisenhower, please reach out to us, like at our Twitter and sh- and shit like that. I don't know what it is. Shattuck can say what it is, and like I swear, reach- I saw Batista riding his bike to the game. That's what I'm saying. I that swear just gives it. it more street cred. It's like Johan Cruyff riding his bike through like the Jewish ghettos on the way to the Ajax, like the way to the Ajax games, like in the 1970s. Yeah, I told Kath that story on Saturday. Uh, yeah, he's looking good. That he, he just he, he ushered the yellow card kid off the field. Yeah. So I mean, that's two weeks in a row that he's been the security guard at Toyota Field to show people where to go, but where, the, where me, the tunnel is. Me watching, I I can watch just Winsock. You could do like right. in ninety minutes of yes. Batista, like the Zidane movie, right? Just follow him. Around the field. Yes. Just talking to the other team. Right. It's like watching like the Masters, like watching the group with like Tiger Woods and so and so, like as they play every hole. Like I could just watch, I could watch Winsock all day long. Well, we shouldn't skip over one last signing. Uh, Jorge Hernandez. Yes. Came back from Belgium. Mechelen, former LA Galaxy 2, former USL Best 11 player. He's a midfielder. Clayton. At the beginning of the year, you predicted we would have a splash signing from a foreign league. Oh! Does this qualify as a splash signing eee, from a foreign league? I, I'm not going to say yes just to make, my, just to make my prediction. I mean, I read it today and I was like, whoa! I mean, he was first team all. He was first team all league. I don't remember him, but and he did come from a foreign league. Speaking of foreign leagues, listeners, we just saw Ethan Bryant playing for oh, yeah. uh, the Kansas City. Sporting uh, Kansas City. Sporting Kansas, Kansas City. Cup. Good job. Good job, Ethan. stick for Ethan. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, That's all. I'll, I'll take it, though. Thank you. So, hey, we need to move on. We, got, we have so much more to cover. So, preview. Tomorrow's game. That's a good, that's a good transition, bringing up new signing, because tomorrow. We're S- going to need the depth. SAFC v. Nashville. Um, Lamar Hunt, U.S. Open Cup, 7.30 kickoff, Central Time, um, Matthew. At Nashville. Which San Antonio team will be played, and which Nashville team do you think will be played? We're going to rotate a lot of our new players in. I mean, I think we're signing all these guys because we have three games in seven days. Right. Play again on Saturday night. We'll get to it later against Las Vegas. Um, I, it's our first choice, eleven. Okay. Period. We're gonna go to win. Right. This is the big deal. This yeah. is something. I mean, I think maybe do we see do we see Sam and Dinneran? I don't think so. No, I, don't think, I think that's too. Never I think that's too much. With us. But like, I definitely think we see maybe this Rita Zahur, Zahir kid. Maybe we see. Uh, I don't think we need Rita Zahor. I think we're good. Maybe in the second half. But let's put it this way: Do um, do any academy kids make the trip? No. Boy, okay, does our bench look different. There we go. All eleven. All. Abu, we didn't even mention Corey Hayes. Manley was on the bench. Uh, Manley was well, on the bench. He didn't play, but he I was on the bench. St- I will still be confused why we haven't signed a center back until we have three center backs on the field. Okay, got it. I hope that we have a third center back. Um, wait, but how would I watch this game on Wednesday night? Yes, okay. Let's let's have our bitch gripe mode session before we get to the actual game and a little preview of the game itself. U.S. United States soccer, boo, boo! United States soccer. This is this is abhorrent. This is so ghetto. I'm so glad I've been I've been Twitter yelling for us without knowing any of your thoughts. So go on. This is absolutely ridiculous. So, I, I mean, I'm a I'm an almost 50 year old man, 
And there is no way I can figure out how to, like, I'm going to have to have help to figure out how to watch these games. Like, first of all, it's not published anywhere very well. Like, you have to really go out of your way to figure out where they are. Yeah, when you when you have a game and the thing says, YouTube. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, well, what is that? I don't... Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. I've never... Bleacher Report's a website that has stupid news articles. Like, don't send me to the Huffington Post for a soccer game. Like, tell me where to watch the damn game. I mean, this is the oldest... And, like, th- you know what this really is? This is a sign that soccer isn't isn't mainstream yet that we are dorks that we are dorks and we are geeks and we're never gonna fit in dude we're just never gonna fit in (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like we are on fiesta we're here podcasting talking about sasc but you know what certainly there's a espn plus or apple or look united states soccer needs to make this available much more readily available. This is ridiculous. Some like Columbus Crew podcast posted like, "Hey, where? What's up with this game? Like, how do we even watch this?" And the USL themselves, the U.S. Open Cup, responded like, "Oh, it's easy. All the things were announced weeks ago." So I, I went on Twitter and was like, "Where? I'm confused." I missed the ESPN Plus days. I don't know how to get Bleacher Report and YouTube on my TV. No, they're not on my TV. Right. And I and then once I have them on my TV, I don't know how to find the game necessarily either. These are things that I'm probably not the only one like that is interested in soccer and interested in how, in how SAFC does in all of their games. Like, Dude, I mean... Asking these questions. There's games that aren't even on YouTube. Some of the games, it's up to the local team. And this isn't SAFC's fault. No. They have no, they have no control over no, this. No, the U.S. Open Cup did it. And, like, just put it on ESPN. It was so nice last year. So this is United States. This is the United States Soccer Federation, right? Yes. This, is, this, squares, this falls squarely on them, correct? Yeah, and it's like they don't want to pay the cost to get it on whatever channels it has to go on. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, and you know how I have my... my what's it called strategic whatever marketing that SUM that does the marketing for MLS and like and United States soccer and I think that's always a problem yeah well this is their fault shouldn't it be like the marketing it falls on whoever's in charge of your marketing and getting the game out there and how I can watch the game and making it accessible to me that's their fault right yeah I mean if it's so hard just make a freaking app yourself and put stream the games on it like it can't cost that much. I mean, money. why did it go from ESPN Plus, which is which is hard enough to begin with? Don't get me wrong, like to 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 go from Bleacher Report. Yes, it's exactly. A website. It's right. not a TV channel. It's not like they were they had such bad ratings last year because it's it's a drop in the bucket. It doesn't cost them anything. It costs Just, money. I think uh, they have to call, they have to pay ESPN to get the content. All right. Anyway, we we got that out of our systems. It's not SAFC's fault. It's anything. But this is a big this is a big game. This is a seat like so. Nashville is wanna, yeah. is cur- currently sixth in the East right now. They're um they uh this is their third year in the league that or something Hold like on. that. MLS top divisions so we're playing against a division up right right. They're sixth in the West. It's their third year in the team. Go on. They have twelve points out of nine games. They have here's here's what we're talking about in regards to which team are we going to take. Well, I checked their roster. Nashville yeah. has 31 players on their first team roster. Okay, so um, they have the option that they can. They have the option <laughs> <laughs> that they can. They're allowed even for you, right? They now. can. They can play their. They can play their numbers. Uh, 
nine they're, they're through nine through twenty, right? You wonder if they will. Which 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 Nashville team will we see? They probably will. Okay, I think they'll play their their second best eleven, and uh, if they're not winning in the sixtieth minute, they'll put in their start their top guys. They have. I want to talk about their top guys. Yeah, let's let's do that. So you, you go one, and then I'll come back. All right. Um, I'll give you their. I'll give you the the big one. Go. Um. Uh, Walker Zimmerman, starting central defender for the United States men's national team in, in this last World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah. And probably still, well... He started against Mexico. Yeah, there we go. Like, Just uh, played against Mexico. There you in go. In front of Josh Winder. Yes. So, people that are f- fans of the U.S. men's national team potentially could see the starting center back. I would love to see Sam Adinaran against him, but that won't happen, probably. Yeah. Hani Mukhtar. There it is. I'm sure you know the name. One of the best players in MLS. I think he was the MVP last year. He was. He's German. He's an attacking midfielder or second forward, and the mofo can score goals. Fast uh, as hell. Yes. Him against Fabian Garcia and Winsock versus him, that is something I want to see. Um, one of my favorites that I, I always pull for whenever I see him out on the field. Yep. Old school, yep. Dax McCarthy. The guy, he's the red hellred in the short shorts. Yeah. Easy to spot. Um. I wrote a couple of – I got on their website. He is second all-time in appearances by a field player in MLS. Good for him. Fourth in – exactly. Like, has done more with less than probably any player on any player on the planet. If you're Dax McCarthy and you're at this point in your career, does the coach come to you and ask you if you want to play in this probably. game? Yeah. I hope he plays. If you don't know him, red-haired Roy Keane. How's that for a – a reference. A, a leader on the field. Oh, Roy like, Kent. Sorry. There you go. Roy yeah. Kent. Yes, there you go. Or you can say Roy Keane even, oh, you same. know? I mean, it's the same person. Yeah. Fictional and reality. Then you look at this guy and you're like, why is anyone following this guy around? Or how is it? But then you watch him play and you're like, dude, this guy is leading by example. He's he's he he's hard. Oh, he I th- plays I th- hard. He's th- given his best. You if know? he had grown up in England, he would have plaudits and... Have played on some great teams in England. Yeah. But he was born in America. He's just a working man soccer player. Maybe 15, 20 U.S. men's national cap appearance, national team appearances. The oh, caps is a Britishisms that I use. Okay. How about that? Um, That's all I got on this game. Yeah, but it's, it's 7.30 tomorrow. I hope that anybody wants to watch it, can watch it. I'm not even sure if I'm going to be able to watch it. I'm going to have to ask for help. Oh, so... We set this up to watch these games tonight. If you want to watch it, the way I did it, I've got. You, weren't you going to ask me? You yes. Said let's. <laughs> let, this is ridiculous that we have to go through a step by step. Um, step one: install YouTube on your TV or Roku app or your Apple TV. Apple, what is it? It's called Apple TV. Yes. Just get YouTube, put it in the search, Nashville, San Antonio FC, and it'll pop up, and you click, and it's free. No subscription, no bells and whistles. It's actually super easy once you get YouTube on whatever you want to watch it on. If you don't have YouTube on your TV, I put it on my phone and I got it on my phone and I put it on my phone for my phone and my TV. But you probably don't know how to do it. Or we should also, or if you don't, if you can't figure out how to do it at home, if you go out to meet the Crocketeers at Smoke on Redland Road, there you go. They are having a big watch party. They've mentioned it to us. That they've been in. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it out there. I would love to go out there because they would have it up there for me. Totally, and it, it would be uh, around a bunch of people in a fun environment. But I'm just not going to be able to make it um, out there. 
So you you know why I was looking at my predictions today, Clayton? Why? Because my number two prediction was that we will beat an MLS team in U.S. Open Cup. Well, it better happen tomorrow then. It's got to happen tomorrow, or we're out. This is a tournament, so you win, you're in; you lose, you're out. Um, let, were we going to do our around the league with the uh, with the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup stuff? Anything exciting from the the U.S. Open Cup from around the league that you were interested in? Not that I've seen. So U.S. Open Cup. Some matchups that were, in, were were interesting. Oh, you're going around the U.S. Open Cup. Um, there was Detroit City playing Minneapolis tonight. And Detroit City beat a couple of MLS teams last year. But they lost. But they lost tonight, 4-1. to one. So, um, And they were playing at home in that cool kind of FA Cup vibe stadium that they have. Uh, this Monterey Bay team, we mentioned about their, their coach was a San Jose. Made his name as a player at San Jose, winning a couple of uh, championships. I think he was coaching those teams. I don't think he was playing, but I don't know. Go ahead, keep going. That that's it. That's all. That's all I really oh, have. So MLS versus USL. That's what's fun. Yeah, there's a bunch in the next two days. I'm gonna be tomorrow night. I'm gonna have my handy dandy US Open Cup bingo card out, and I'm gonna put on whatever game is on before and after SAFC to see things like a former SAFC player. We just, we just saw Ethan Bryant, and then we also saw Joshua Yarrow playing for St. Louis. There you go. Uh, former U.S. Youth International on my bingo card. Cade Cowell. Playing tonight for San Jose. Do you think I'll get snow tomorrow in Colorado? Ooh, for the... Uh, the Rapids Nor'easters. Ra- no, Rapids versus Hailstorm. Hailstorm. Yes. Rapids versus Hailstorm. Very, yeah. very Colorado. Yeah. All right. I think we need to talk about Saturday. Can Sat- we do that? Yes, we do. We need to move on. Or do we do Becker? Um, let's do let's do Becker update. The Puro pick four beat the pod guys. Becker Vineyards uh, fantasy pick pick em challenge update by Matthew Shattuck. Ready? Ooh. Oh, actually by Josh the intern. There you go. Thank you, intern Josh, as always for compiling. Intern Josh sitting in fourth point, fourth place. First place is Caroline by a bit. Caroline Stefko, it's starting to it's starting to pull away here. She's like got a good five point cushion up in first. That's nothing. That's Thanks one, that's to, one that's one weekend. You know what she's you know what she got? Charleston. First place Charleston battery. They tied Louisville 0 0. Their best player is this 17-year-old kid, Fidel oh, Barajas. The, the Mexican the, the he's Mexican national. Yep. Born in America, plays for Mexico. Yeah. And that's a, that's a legit result against Louisville that just beat us one zero. He hit the bar apparently. Yeah. In the second half, uh, I'm in tenth, one point ahead of you in fourteenth. Okay. Down there in thirty second place, love to see it, Doctor Becker. Just saw him at the fields tonight. Was talking spittoon to him. I saw Doctor Becker and and family at the game on Saturday. It was excellent to see him. Uh, can't wait for it to see him per- perhaps have to take down one of his own spittoons. <laughs> Spatoodle. But by one point, your Michelle is still in the spittoon lead. Oh, down the bottom. love it. Sorry, Michelle. Love it. Around uh, the league, my big mover shaker, El Paso. Undefeated in four. They beat Pittsburgh 2 nothing. They're looking got? good. And then Sacramento, undefeated this year. They beat Detroit Saturday night. And they're in first place with the most points in the league, Sacramento Republic. Yeah, they haven't they hadn't given up a goal in like uh, I think this was goal game number eight for them. They hadn't given they don't, hadn't given up a goal in 
seven of their eight games or something wow. like that. They have like six shutouts out of seven games or seven out of eight, something like that. So or that's your around the league. That's your Becker uh, Becker pick four, beat the pod guys uh, update. I hope Caroline likes wine, but it's early. We're in week five or whatever. Oh, tons of time. Tons of time. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Is this like the official Fiesta game for them? Like, is this the official Viva Viva SAFC weekend? We better party because Las Vegas Lights are in last place with no wins, four ties, and a loss. Yeah, they... We need a win. They started off the season with four consecutive draws. And they lost last week. To Miami, four to one. Yeah. So there's your scouting report. Not a good. First of all, um, what I want to say about Las Vegas, I got on their website today to see if I recognize any of their players or anything that I had anything to talk about. Uh, I went shopping on their uh, on their <laughs> website. They have a spectacular selection of jerseys that you can buy. Like, because remember last season, or the season before, when they did like a different jersey every game. Every, every game. Yeah. They've got like twenty different jerseys you can choose from. And they're cool, just and, crazy. And then it's all just crazy colors and crazy designs. And, like, my eyes started to hurt after a while. And, like, they, I didn't buy anything, but I was like, this is kind of cool to look at. They may have to fold for a couple of years while the Oakland A's play there. They had a ton of – oh, is that where the – Is the that only baseball field in Las Vegas. Oh, man, that is where they field. are. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's all right. That's crazy. But, anyway, um, they also have a ton of scarves as well. They have, like <laughs> – just all kinds. But anyway. I got some players to name from them. I do as well. You want to go first? Yeah, I got to take it because this is Pato Botello's team, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Brandeis High School, St. Mary's University, to Detroit City, and now to Las Vegas. And he's scoring goals. I remember him in high school, man. Player little, of the year. Little Duck. Quack, little, quack. Little Duck. Quack, quack. Welcome home, Little Duck. Uh, if we win and he scores, best of both worlds. Uh... San Antonio FC player from last year, Jordan Iambila. Yeah. Isn't that who uh, Michael LaHood told us that that we should, if we ever had a chance to meet, that was someone that he got really close to? I think so. Yeah, that was him, right? And so, think. former SAFC player. And How I've, about? I've got one more. I got one more. Was he, do you, do you, do you want to say it at the same time? The right, oh, yeah. One, two, three. Andrew, Andrew Carlson! Carlson. Now, we talked about a redhead that everybody <laughs> loves. Now's a redhead that you can just get on, right? Yeah, boy. This kid was supposed to be something, and he just didn't pass the attitude test. He was given every chance. And I don't know a lot of the specifics about what he did wrong, he but went, I saw shit like, like just missed the team bus. Like, oh, slept what, through, like, slept through training. Atlanta United had the MLS Cup championship game. And he got caught, like, at a frat party drinking when he was 17 the night before. I mean, his stock went from, like, straight out of high school starter for Atlanta United playing for our U.S. national team. He, scored a hat-trick against Brazil in some famous game where he was just the truth. I mean, I saw him play at our youth level, and he was one of those, like, and we've watched enough youth soccer now, like, at the U.S. level where we don't get awed to a, like, it takes a lot these days, like, for he's, us. But I remember us at the time going, dude, this guy could be something. He's got the sauce. Yeah. I mean, who is he? It's like Marcus Dupree or something. He's, one, he's like the Freddy, the 21st century's Freddy A. dude. Well, now he looks like, now, now what he looks like when I was looking on his picture on the website, 
when you when you're scrolling through like whatever happened to these child stars yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like an advertisement Ooh. it doesn't really take you to it it's like shoplifting yes exactly it looks, all, it looks all methy and yeah. yeah it's like well there's a good flip side to that in espanol Eric Kubo Torres. That's the third one that I had written down. Was once the golden boy of Mexican soccer. Chivas starting, start going to go to the national team. We saw him play in Austin at some high school field, didn't we? I think so. And his name is Kubo because his head is square. <laughs> and El Kubo has a square ass dome. The dude can score goals, but he can also eat a cheeseburger. He's <laughs> a square body, square head. There's a couple of good. Guys to make fun of out there between oh, Carlton and Kubo, yes. Oh man, I yes. I'd almost tear up for those em- two. Embrace the embrace the San Antonio guy, but get on the the other two guys that we just got we just mentioned. I gotta throw some respect to Kubo Torres, like roughing out five years in the USL in the nice America after all the promise he showed, like. The dude clearly loves soccer. Good on him. Good on him for that. We're not all Ronaldinho. But he so. can't but but we can lay into him just the same. Eey. Yeah. Are you gonna be there? I don't know the answer to that know. yet. We're definitely not we don't have an organized tailgate. Spurs we, next year. We don't. may we may throw something together last minute. Who no, knows? If no tailgate. No tailgate. Okay. No tailgate. We did the tailgate. Spurs, don't play games during freaking fiesta. Come on. You Come a, on, Spurs. You mean SAFC? Come on, SAFC. Yeah. You know who owns SAFC. Yeah. You know who... We, SAFC just tells you, well, you know Spurs. They always blame Spurs. Free Kicks, brought to you by Trevino Tile. Three generations of tr- ceramic and tiling needs. Ask for them by name, Trevino Tile. You got one, Maddie. You know what it is. It's probably the same as yours. I bet it's not. Wrexham's going up. Good. It's not the same as mine. What was this guy doing on a Saturday afternoon, signing up for some... British radio login. Was it, was it Welsh? Was it like Welsh? System? Was it was like half of it in Welsh? It's part of the British, part of Britain, right? Getting my login to get on the Wrexham cop and radio network to listen to two guys like you and me just bootleg talk me through the game to hear... Wrexham won their last game. They clinched promotion. Down 1-0 one one in the first minute. Came back 3-1. Clinched promotion. Going to be a great season on the show. Uh, for me, yesterday afternoon, uh, came home from work and watched American goalkeeper versus American goalkeeper. Oh. Luton Town, Ethan Horvath versus Zach Steffen. And the battle of Luton Town v. Burrow. For third place or fourth place PK, in, the English, not a PK. in the English Championship, totally a PK. Terrible angle they taken by Stefan. They said he didn't Stephen. touch him. Oh, he totally got him. He got him. Replay show. He, he pulls his. Touch him. I watched it over and over again. He pulls his hands back and his elbows hit the guy's legs, and he goes down. It's totally a penalty. Ethan Horvath had a, had a had a howler as well. Oh, God. So they both had howlers, giving me no confidence in either one of them to be our number one starting <laughs> goalkeeper. Matt Turner, still number one goalkeeper. <laughs> Just give me a lanky dude that can stop some shots. Viva Fiesta San Antonio. Good night.